0: Hi, everyone. This is Tabitha Schneider. Thank you for joining Steve, Rosen, and me in this episode here on Litigation Insights. We will be diving into the complex world of litigation and drawing on our experience to offer insight into various litigation topics. We hope you enjoy this episode, and we look forward to sharing more insights with you in the future. Hi, Steve. So what are we talking about today?
1: Uh, Today, it's something that I... Figured out and developed over time, the rule of pi. The rule of pi? What the heck is that? Well, it's taking that universal constant, uh, 3.14, and so on, and multiplying it by what lawyers do. So if you take the amount of time that a lawyer estimates until a motion gets heard, multiplied by pi. If you take the amount of time um, it will take to uh, finish discovery or to to complete some project multiplied by pi also same thing as to researching researching an issue of law at times
0: hmm okay well that sounds interesting but why do we care about that in the litigation world steve this is litigation insights steve
1: well the reason is that the rule of pi without care being applied, the rule of pie will triple cost estimates or actual costs too. So it's really important to know the ways to avoid what is really the trap, the trap of the rule of pie. Oh,
0: okay. Well, that makes more sense. So how do we avoid the trap?
1: Well, the first thing is to focus on the client's story. There are lots of things going on any litigation. Uh, the most important thing is what is the client's story? So if there is focus on the client's story and keep pushing that story forward, that really helps. So, for example, uh, in defending a manufacturer in an aviation case, focus on, gee, the pilot flew into clouds, IFR, became spatially disoriented and crashed. Keep focusing on that, focus discovery on that focus on the collection of witnesses on that, and focus on that in terms of the argument to the jury. Mm -hmm. It's all of the side issues that just cost money needlessly, spending time doing discovery on the pilot's high school transcript. Yeah, sort of interesting and maybe discoverable, but does it really advance the the client's story, the essential story? No.
0: Well, that definitely makes sense. So you're saying then the best way to avoid the rule of pie is really just stick to the story. Even the more interesting sidetracks, let's just avoid them if they don't contribute to the story. But really, we need to be planning ahead on the costs and um, the bigger picture, if you will.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, And it's not just focus, too, but it's the other thing that you just added, which is planning. Planning ahead really makes it happen, limiting costs, limiting grief, and making creating predictability of results, too. The costs increase proportionally, perhaps exponentially, uh, the closer one gets to a deadline. So whether the deadline is the filing of a motion, filing of discovery responses, a trial, which is the ultimate deadline, the costs just go crazy without planning ahead. So the more work that has to be done at the very end, the more expensive it is for everybody. So it's two things, focus and planning.
0: Now, what do you think, Steve, the best way to avoid the trap of the rule of pie is when you have so many hands in the pot. When there's a lot of people working on the case, it's really easy to have a lot of people kind of wanting to pull the case in five different directions. So how does the rule of pie come into play when you're working with a larger team? And everybody has a really great idea that may advance litigation.
1: Uh, lots of good ideas are very valuable, but the costs will increase with the size of, of the sandbox. Mm. So as the sandbox grows, the number of people working on things, there is inevitably, and not through bad will, but through goodwill, good intentions, but nonetheless, there's an overlap. So the instead of there being one or two lawyers, there are three or four or five. And instead of there being one or two paralegals or legal assistants, those get multiplied too. And then there's just team meetings to plan things, and overlap and delay too, because there's too much time spent in administration, not enough time in getting the work done.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it makes perfect sense. But to me, what I'm hearing you say really is that the rule of pie not only helps the client in terms of keeping the budget down, um, but it helps the client in terms of keeping the work focused and on track. Does that seem like uh, the best rule of pie analysis here?
1: Well, it is, and the important part and kind of our message for today is avoiding application of the rule of pie in the sense of avoiding everything being tripled. Focus, planning, limiting the size of the sandbox, that'll do it.
0: I think it sounds great. I think uh, I had no idea what the heck the rule of pie was or how to avoid its trap, and I appreciate you bringing this up to us, Steve.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Tabitha. It was fun to talk.
0: All right. We'll talk again soon. Well, that concludes today's episode of Litigation Insights here with Steve Rosen and myself, Tabitha Schneider, with the Rosen Law Firm on our podcast, Litigation Insights. We hope you got a little something from it, and we look forward to offering you more insights here in the near future. Until then, take care.